Welcome to the Fresh Start Church Podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. Here you'll find preached messages from our pastors. We pray that the spirit of revival is imparted to you as you listen. To watch live, check us out on YouTube or visit our website at freshstartaz.com. And to stay connected with us, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. The title of the message tonight is Prepared Ones. Prepared Ones. Prepared once. Isaiah chapter 22, verse 22. Come on, somebody. It's a very short scripture. I'll read it and you can be seated. Everybody say, prepared once. The key of the house of David, I will lay on his shoulder so he shall open and no one shall shut and he shall shut and no one shall open. Prepared once, prepared once. The key, the authority, the governmental authority of the house of David, I will lay on his shoulder so he shall open and no one shall shut and he shall shut and no one shall open. We are going in to the year 2022. No, we are in the year 2022. It's been a long couple of weeks. And We hear, rightfully so, and I'm encouraged to hear people talking about this scripture and what it represents. I don't know how many know the depth of it. I'm going to try to break down here for a minute and then take you another direction tonight because the Lord said, speak to them on this first door weekend about prepared ones, prepared ones. And so we're hearing and seeing a lot of talk about authority because this number 22, everybody say number 22. Look at your neighbor say number 22 has come to be identified as governmental authority birthed through prayer. Are you with me? Some of you know this very deeply. Some of you know about it. Some of you know nothing about it at all. In my life, probably around 2010, I think, I read a book, two books by Apostle Dutch Sheets Uh, intercessory prayer and then authority in prayer and authority in prayer I believe I'm correct is where he tells his story I can't remember of of his revelation of Isaiah 22 22 and that was the first that I had heard uh, and read and had understanding in my life of that connection with Isaiah 22 22 and Apostle Dutch had had very many confirmations and God um, uh, things happen in his life uh, prophetic words, dreams, all this kind of stuff that showed him this gave him this revelation of governmental authority, a key of prayer to open and close spiritual doors specifically a company and a body of people called the Ecclesia, come on And so obviously credit to him in that. Many of you may not know what that goes back to there, especially as we talk about it here uh, at Fresh Start and maybe others. 
but we're going in to 20, or we're, excuse me, in 2022. And I cannot help but feel that this revelation that God gave him and has now gone uh, all over and in the hearts of believers and the church, I can't help but feel that this revelation is for now, for such a time as this. Did that make sense? Now it's been around, I believe if I did my research and I may have some of this wrong, maybe 2008-ish or something like that, I don't know, uh, that the Lord dropped that in his heart, somewhere around that. So it's been quite a while. And, but I believe that we're stepping, we, we are stepping into something that God has prepared from the beginning of time. And he needs us to be prepared for what he has prepared. I can't help but feel that this revelation is for such a time as this. Everybody say number 22. You see, there are strategic moments when God will, if, we, if the way we say it, pull or play a card as we say, that maybe he's reserved or hidden for such a time as this. For such a time as this. And the key for us as, as the church, as the ecclesia, is to recognize the this time. Did you get it? To recognize the this time. That's not good English, but y'all go with me. Come on. We got to recognize that it's a this time. It, it, it's this time. For such a time as this. To recognize an event, a time, a season that we are in. Come on. With that said, we must, as the remnant ecclesia, understand the absolute necessity of walking in the true fullness, if you will, of the number 22 and what it has come to represent. Governmental authority birthed and released by prayer. Wave at me if you're with me in the room. Come on. This is the hope of the nations of the earth. I said, this is the hope of the nations of the earth, that we get a true, full understanding of not just the meaning, but the necessity of walking in, walking in the true fullness of 22. Isaiah 22, 22, governmental authority that is birthed and released by prayer because this is what our nation needs. And the Lord says that we are to ask for the nations and as we ask for the nations, then we are in turn, come on Ecclesia, to arise to a place of governmental legislation, no matter what we see in the natural realm. So I came to tell us tonight that great authority comes to the prepared ones. I say it again. Great authority comes to the prepared ones. So I'm going to break it down for you, Kim style. Are y'all ready? I don't want you just touting the word. I won't point at you. Glory to God. I don't want you just touting the word. I want you walking in the word. That's pretty much my message tonight. It's for the next two and a half hours. No, I'm kidding. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you this question. Are you walking into 2022? Or are you walking in number 22? 
What I sense is I sense that we got some folk walking into 22, 2022, touting 22. But they're not walking in the fullness, maybe not even the understanding, definitely not the authority of it. So if we're going to come to this first time that we've walked into a 22, come on somebody, a 2022. And literally, if we're going to claim what I just described to you, which is why I gave Dutch the due credit there to give you the background and the scripture, the revelation going with the scripture, then we're going to have to do whatever it takes to prepare. I said to prepare to walk in the authority that we talk about and sing about and write about and tout about. Come on. So I'm not just going to walk into 2022. I am going to walk in 22. The key of the house of David shall lay on his shoulder. What he opens, no one shall shut. And what he shuts, no one shall open. Throw your hands up and give Jesus praise one more time. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Great authority comes to the prepared ones. Say that with me. Great authority comes to the prepared ones. The definitions of preparation is to put in proper readiness, condition, or order. To put in proper readiness, condition, or order. Number 22, this kind of spiritual authority, as I've just explained to you, the price is high. It is costly. I said it is costly. I said it is costly. Fresh start, I really, I know we have many visitors here tonight, and we thank you for being here. Put your hands together for all the visitors. Come on, all y'all coming from other churches to glean, to have impartation, to join us. You hear me now, it's going to take the entire church in this nation. Come on. I said it's going to take the entire church in this nation to shift this nation into the awakening that's going to happen. Amen? We're glad you're here tonight. But we need to know, fresh start, especially with the mantle and the assignment of governmental authority, we need to know this number 22. Say number 22. This number 22, this kind of spiritual authority, the price is high and the price is costly. Matthew chapter 25, verses 3 and 4, and then verse 10, it says, those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. And while they went to buy, while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready, come on, y'all. Those who were ready, those who were prepared, went in with him to the wedding and the door was shut. I'll say it again. Great authority comes to the prepared ones. Esther chapter 2 verse 12 and then verse 17 each young woman's turn came to go into the king and after she had completed Esther had completed 12 months of what preparation according to the regulations for the women for thus were the days of their preparation apportioned six months with oil of myrrh and six months with perfumes and preparations for beautifying women verse 17 and the king loved Esther more than all the other women and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins so he set so he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti I said great authority comes to the prepared ones I'm going to say it again great authority comes 
comes to the prepared ones. I believe 2022 is a this time. Esther was being prepared for such a time as what? This. For such a time as this. What was going on in Esther's? I'm not going to break down the whole story of Esther. So for those of you who know your Bible well, you're going to pull on that. The rest of you will have to do a little research later. But Esther's uh, people, it was a national crisis. Are you with me? I said it was a national crisis. I'm going to say it again. It was a national crisis. It was a national crisis, and God was looking for someone who had prepared themselves for such a time as this. A national crisis. And the Lord said, or, or Mordecai said, you have been brought into the kingdom. You have been brought into a position. You have been brought into a time. You have made it into 2022. You lived through 2020. 20 2021, everything, you are still standing and you have been positioned and you have been in the kingdom and you have made it and you're still shouting and you're still dancing and you're still... you right in the face but you gave a push back and you stepped over the threshold and you said nothing is going to keep me from getting over into 22 I don't care hell or hot water I refuse to give up my authority and back away whatever I have to do I will limp into 2022 I will do whatever I have to do because God says, I need some prepared ones for the kingdom for such a time as this. It's a national crisis. Sometimes you are trained for an entire lifetime for a this time. I'm going to pause on that for about 15 seconds. Sometimes you are trained for an entire lifetime for a this time. That's why I said the revelation that God gave him on the number 20, Isaiah 22, 22. I believe it is for now. It is for now as we walk into this actual year of 2022. But God says, I've got to rally a remnant that understands those of you. I said a remnant. Come on. A remnant. Those who understand. Those who understand how to do spiritual warfare. Those who don't back off. Those who, come on somebody. Those who don't just cower at the least little push of the enemy. God says, I need some prepared ones for such a time as this. High five your neighbor, say, that's you, that's you, that's you. Come on. Prepared ones. In these last days, there will come a grace to the prepared ones. A grace to persevere. I hope you're hearing me tonight. I hope you're hearing me. You're like, well, Pastor Kim, I've had a rough time. You're looking at some people who's had a rough time. Come on, somebody. No pity parties. Come on, y'all. I mean, we'll be merciful and all that. Well, somebody will, but we'll be merciful and all that. But no pity parties. Come on. We got to rally the troops. 
I said, we got to rally the troops. That's why I'm glad all y'all came out on this Saturday night. Because you understand, some things have hit you hard. But there is a grace. I said, there is a grace. I said, there is a grace. I said, there is a grace, a grace, a grace, a grace, a grace to persevere. In these end times, the glory of the Lord is going to get greater and greater and greater. The magnitude of his presence is going to increase till it becomes a whirlwind. But also the swirl of the demonic and the pushback of the demonic ranks is going to get more in intense and intense and intense. But because we have prepared ourselves, we... We won't be shaken by the swirl of the enemy. We'll be able to stand sure-footed and say, I have a grace. I have a grace to push back and persevere. I'm telling you, there's going to be a grace to the prepared ones. So we got to make preparation so grace can be granted. That's a good quote right there. For such a time as this. I sense, and I use the word sense, that this can be a year of immense harvest and victory for revival. Can we put our faith on that? There will be great authority given to the prepared ones. This 2022 and the governmental authority that that number represents, we cannot skip the preparation process. Hear what I'm about to say. Presumption will be the only limitation of this authority. That's a good word. Assuming that it is there when it is not. Taking it for granted without paying the price to truly carry it. And then making up stuff and acting like we got it. That deserves a clap. <laughs> Assumption is a dangerous place to be. And I said this in the exhortation on Sunday, but I'm going to say it again to make religion mad. Come on, somebody. You hear me now? You can't live the same old way you lived in 2021 and get by with it anymore. You can't go to those places and watch those things. You let me preach Pentecostal style here for just a moment. You can't, you can't open your eyes and your ears to all of those things that you've been allowing in. There has been a grace there to give you a moment to repent and a moment. Turn me up in the monitors. There has been a grace there to, to, to give you a moment to repent and to walk in the, in the fullness of what God has planned for your life. But you look at me, sir. You look at me, ma'am. That has ended now. We have crossed over. We have crossed over into another dealing of the Lord. You hear me? And the grace that you relied on in the past season is not going to be here in this season. So you need to put away the pornography. You hear me? You need to put away the negotiating with this sin and that sin. You need to put it away. You need to put it away and you need to start preparing. Look, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you to leave defeated, but I do want you to leave challenged. You hear what I'm saying right now? If I, if, I do, if I do my job, you will leave here knowing the full word of God, that God loves you and God has a plan for you, but he will not put up with your foolishness. You hear me?
That grace is going to run out and what you've fallen on back before will, will fallen back on before will no longer be there to catch you. Assumption is a dangerous place to be. Assumption. I just assume I'm okay. I presume everything is all right. This goes for individuals. This goes for corporate bodies. This goes for denominations. This goes for camps and circles in the body of Christ. Just assuming it's okay. Assumption is a very dangerous place to be because complacency is shrouded in assumption. Complacency is shrouded in assumption. And literally, literally, I believe we actually begin to fool ourselves. Come on, y'all. We begin to fool ourselves that everything's all right. I got the authority. I'm doing good. It's okay. God's fine. God, me and God is good. And we're in assumption. And when we're in assumption, we're shrouded in complacency because you ain't going to get up and fight no spiritual war. You ain't going to get up and fight nothing. You're not going to get your sword out. You're not going to quote anything. And you want to know why? Because you don't need to. You've convinced yourself that everything is okay and I'm good. So I'm shrouded in this assumption and complacency doing absolutely nothing for the kingdom of God. God says, get it right tonight. Yep. So this can be a great year of immense harvest and victory for revival. But that demands immense authority. Esther went through intentional preparation. Don't miss what I'm about to say. To get into the king's presence and obtain the authority. You missed that. She went through intentional preparation to get into the king's presence and obtain the authority that she needed. Watch to expose wickedness, to depose the enemy, remove him from position. And to impose God's will and order. To set his order, set by authority his order. She went to great intentional preparation to get into the king's presence to gain the authority. If we have to beg you to get to prayer, then don't walk in with your number 22 shirt on. She obtained the authority that she needed in the presence of the king. Did you hear me? In the presence of the king. And she exposed wickedness, she deposed the enemy, and she imposed God's will and order and set it in place by the authority that had been given to her. You see, the number 22, as I have described it, is exciting as you think about what it represents. But the cost to carry that number, my friends, is very, very great. The type of oil in the lamps of the ten virgins was the most expensive that one could buy. The wise virgins paid the price, but the foolish virgins didn't count the cost. Yet they wanted the revelation and the provision of the wise, but it was too late. I said it was too late. I said it was too late. Great authority comes to the prepared ones. The parable of the ten virgins, the tradition is behind that said everyone at the wedding had to get their own torch and get their own oil. Would you look at your neighbor in, your, in their eye and say, get your own oil. Come on. <clears throat> Proper preparation.
preparation had to be made for the torch to be lit. You see, the price must be paid if we're going to if we're going to 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 to, to tout and and shout 22 and the governmental authority. The price must be paid to carry something that cannot be denied. Are you with me? I said the price must be paid to carry authority that cannot be denied. The times demand this from us as the ecclesia for such a time as this. And the fruit is what will prove that we walk in 22. The fruit is what will prove that we walk in number 22. You see, because there are many that are coming to the party. There are many that are coming to the events. There are many that are coming to the conferences. Ah! There are many that are coming to the revival. But are they the prepared ones? Is this preparedness is perpetual? I said it's perpetual. It doesn't stop till Jesus comes. Continually checking our lamps, our postures, our protocols, and our readiness as Jesus tarries. This spiritual authority needed to steward this end time move of God demands proper preparation because great authority comes to the prepared ones. Once again, the definition of preparation is to put in proper readiness, condition, or order. And the definition of authority, the power to determine, adjudicate, or otherwise settle issues or disputes. Come on, intercessors. A jurisdiction, the right to control, command, or determine. Do I have anybody in here in the army of God, in the ecclesia, that understands we have the authority in his name to control the atmosphere? Four things that matter about purity. Excuse me, about preparation. And the first one is purity. I'll say it again. Four things about preparation for number 22. Purity matters. Now, this is not the first message that I've preached with this content or, or about purity, but it needs to be said. Even as we have crossed over into this new year, hear me, it needs to be said. We cannot ignore this protocol of preparation. Esther went through 12 months of purification and preparation. 12 is the number of what? Governmental authority. This was an intense, deep cleansing. Come on. I said this was an intense, deep cleansing, an intentional, deep readiness to see the king, to get the authority. For Esther, it was externally. For us, it is internal. Come on. God's going to search us tonight. Come on, church. Fresh start, you hear me? God's going to search us tonight. When it comes to spiritual authority, without purity, we will operate in arrogance. Arrogance is an offensive, offensive display of superiority or self-importance. It is overbearing pride. I am preaching a thing up here tonight. Come on. I said great authority comes to the prepared ones. When it comes to spiritual authority, if we don't have purity, we will operate in arrogance. This offensive display of superiority or self-importance and overbearing pride and a telling sign of perversion, a telling sign of impurity is overbearing pride. You see, unprepared warriors exalt self, but prepared warriors exalt him. 
You want number 22? Then he must increase and you must decrease. And the difference will determine if you're just walking into 2022 or you're walking in 22. Come on. This kind of authority, it doesn't have to be announced. Can I preach now? Come on. Spiritual authority, as I'm talking and preaching about tonight, it doesn't have to be announced. It doesn't have to be touted. It announces itself. Come on, somebody. When you walk in, it is evident that you carry something. John the Baptist didn't go out to see them. They went out to see John the Baptist. Come on. They went out to see John the Baptist. What is the point? When you carry 22, people will come in search of it because capacity carries authority. John the Baptist didn't create a mailing list or a podcast. Hear me now. He just prepared for authority. Come on. He prepared for carrying authority in a wilderness and people came to watch him burn. They came to watch him burn with radical fire. The same of Paul, the same of Jesus, the same of Moses, the same of David. Do I need to go on? They were all chosen for authority because they were prepared ones. David, the original 22. Come on, somebody. This is a quote. He completely trusted in God to establish him in the position that he had ordained for him. If we're going to walk in true spiritual authority, this must be our posture rather than mere human political power. Are y'all still in the room? I know we got visitors tonight. You may not have heard me preach before, but it doesn't go down from this level. Come on, somebody. We need this tonight. We need this. When preparation has had its work, great grace and wisdom and capacity is given to carry the authority because the fruit will follow the preparation. Hear me now. The fruit will follow the preparation. If there's no preparation, there will be no fruit of authority. And without pure fruit, the flesh will feel compelled to prove itself. This is arrogance. You see, King Saul didn't wait for Samuel and he ended up losing authority. I came to tell somebody that purity matters. I am preaching way better than you are shouting tonight. I know I'm shocking some of you and you know what that does? It just eggs me on because I want to stir up every religious devil that I can and do this to it because revival must come to this nation and we must hear truth. Purity matters. Shout it as loud as you can. Purity intense preparation 12 months of beautification 12 months of purification there's an all-out attack on our inward purity and authenticity purity is a state of innocence of heart and mind that dictates all other choices in our life our culture is consumed with perversion and impurity on all fronts sexual ethical financial relational innocence is no longer valued or respected as a matter of fact innocence is ridiculed and the innocent one is considered ignorant and out of touch did you hear what i said the pressure is especially great on our children as never before the bible tells us that adam and eve in the garden were pure and innocent and they felt no shame the first 
humans were living from a pure place. Not only the geographical garden of Eden, but a pure place in their hearts. Did you hear me? A pure place in their hearts. And because of this pure place, God was able to extend to them unquestioned and unhindered authority and dominion. We know the rest of the story and how they lost that pure place by gaining knowledge that they were not supposed to be introduced to. Therefore, let me just tell us, you better guard your minds. You better guard your thoughts. You better watch what your eyes look at. It's not okay to look at that. You are not all right to look at that and your ears to listen to that because the potential of losing the pure place is just one wrong choice away. That needs to be said again. The potential of losing the pure place is just one wrong choice away. I said purity matters. I'm talking about the prepared ones. Esther went through a preparation process. 12 months, 12, number of governmental authority. Are you in the room? The potential of losing the pure place is just one wrong choice away. One choice took Adam and Eve from a pure place, you look at me, to a wounded place. When you're wounded... It doesn't matter how much authority you've been given because the capacity to, to use it has been limited. Your soul is diminished. Your soul is diminished and it affects your spirit. Ha! The enemy is after the innocence because he's after your authority. Are you with me? He's after your innocence because he's after your authority. He's after your purity because he's after your authority. The purity of body, the purity of soul, the purity of spirit. But here's the good news. Jesus Christ came and restored that place of innocence. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we can live from a pure place again. This is part of the preparation process to get into the authority that we're talking about. And he did this, Jesus did this, by providing a place of grace through confession and repentance and cleansing we can once again return to that pure place in full authority and dominion. Now let me go off script for just a moment. For the fivefold in the body of Christ, the time has gone, come and gone, when we can take things for granted in the microphones that we hold and the pulpits that we stand behind. Whether your pulpit looks like this one or a table or whatever the world we've made them these days, we must not take for granted what God has given us. As I said to this audience a moment ago, the grace that was there for you last year will not be there in this new season. And God says, to the fivefold ministry, it is time to get it right. It is time to get it right. Purity matters. Purity matters. Hallelujah. We need to give a shout. Come on. I said a shout. This process that Esther went to was rigorous, demanding, time-consuming, invasive, interruptive to her normal life. The American Christian life as we have known it and made it is done. There's a new level of demand. I said there's a new level of demand. If you're going to make it to 22, come on somebody, there's a new level of demand. But on the other side of the preparation that Esther had to go through was an authority that would be granted to her to shift a nation and overturn the enemy's decree. Come on. 
Six months of myrrh, it was a bitter substance that would heal. It was working something. I'm telling you, whatever bitter substance that you have had to taste, if you will, or endure, it has been working something within. I'm not saying God brought this on you and God brought that on you. But what I am saying, if you have had to touch something bitter, it has been working something within. Six months, six months, are you with me? Six months she had to go through the myrrh, the bitter substance that heals. And then six months of perfumes, sweet odors, sweet odors and sweet perfumes. I'm telling you, and one of the reasons why I pushed us even more in our worship just a few moments ago was that in this new time, for such a time as this, there is going to be an escalation and an acceleration of praise and worship and sacrifice. I'm telling you, six months she had to push and press into that to prepare. And then when she came out of it, 12 months later, there was an authority. Are you with me? There was an opportunity for a full authority that no one had at that point. You hear what I'm saying? You hear, my God, hear what I'm saying. Perhaps 2022, perhaps we're not already there. Perhaps this is the year of preparation. And at the end of the year, perhaps we will have prepared and walk in a full authority that God needs his ecclesia to walk in. Chew on that one. This purifying process and preparation creates a capacity, shout capacity, for spiritual authority. Purity matters. Number two, humility matters. Esther did three days of fasting. Chapter four, verse 15, then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, go assemble all the Jews who are found in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days day or night, and I and my maidens also will fast in the same way. And thus, I will go into the king. Without purity, we will operate in arrogance, and without humility, we will operate in manipulation. Quote, so much of the authority that is exercised in the church today is counterfeit, which causes those who use it to strive to be fearful and intimidated by anyone that they cannot control, end quote. If we're not prepared and we don't go through the preparation process and all we're doing is wearing our 22 t-shirt, come on somebody, then manipulation will be the weapon of choice, come on. There will be, there is, there is a fine line, hear what I'm about to say, between manipulation and motivation. Hear me church, the difference is in the heart. It is possible to do right things with a rebellious attitude. Come on. We need careful consideration of the posture of heart. Because motivation, 
Motivation in our modern church culture has become soft and shrouded in the fear of man. Therefore, correction has been replaced by coercion and mentoring has been replaced by manipulation. Are you with me? You see, true motivation carries an authority that can confront sin and religion with such a grace that compels people to respond to Jesus, speaking the truth in love. And when you carry the authority, 22, it is entirely possible and it is absolutely necessary. Come on, somebody. Humility matters. Manipulation is witchcraft. And witchcraft has no authority. Help me, y'all. Help me. Help me. Motivation sounds like this. I don't condemn you. So go your way and sin no more. Hear the words of Jesus. Paraphrase. I don't condemn you, he says. You go your way. But he added to her a very specific instruction that was straightforward. And what he was doing was he was painting the picture. You're going to have a choice when you get up from here. That you're going to go back into that lifestyle again. Motivation says, I believe in you. I don't condemn you. It's time to get up and go on your way. But you look at me. You better get it right this time. Come on, somebody. You better understand you can't live like that anymore. Am I helping anybody tonight? Am I helping us get to 22? Come on. Prepared ones get great authority. Motivation sounds like this. Peter, the devil desires to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. Another quote. Hype, soul power, and reliance on flesh is all manipulation by counterfeit authority. End quote. Come on, somebody. For such a time as this, we must walk in great authority. Humility matters. Esther knew the daunting responsibility that had been given to her. It cost her her life. It could have cost her her life. She chose preparation. Preparation. Preparation by fasting and also having others fast for her. Are you with me? Hear me preach right now. This number 22 that we are talking about tonight, this governmental authority that shifts nations needs a company of people. Come on, together, the ecclesia in unity. You see, Esther understood this governmental intercession, that this level of authority, this level of intercession, this level of operation needed a company of people. And she said, I'm going to fast, but gather them and fast for me. You see, true humility says I need other people. Come on. True humility says I need other people. I've got to have other people. Oh, you need to shout louder than that. Come on. We can't do this on our own. It's going to take all of us to shift this thing. You fast for me, I fast for you. You pray for me, I pray for you. There is an all-out assault on our nation right now. Even right now as we in this building for sickness all over this nation. We need to rise as the ecclesia and say in the name of Jesus. You mark it down. We're going to watch the one show Big Shots fall. And the spotlights are going to go dim, so everything is going to point to him. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not, I'm not 
wanting to see anyone fall. But if there's not repentance there, if there's not humility there, you hear me. God will raise up significant voices. God will raise up voices of humility. God will raise up voices of purity. I'm preaching right now. Come on. God will raise up these voices in this time that we are living in. And these voices will have been the ones in the wilderness. Are you with me? Who have prepared themselves for what God has for such a time as this. But if you are not prepared and if you are just going on your own way in prideful arrogance and in manipulation, God says there's coming a time very, very soon now that we have crossed the threshold into 2022, where the grace that was here, I know I keep repeating it, but this needs to be said. The grace that was on you before will not be there for you to fall back on again. God says, get it right now. Because if you want this authority, God says there must be purity and there must be humility. Come on. Amen. Great authority comes to the prepared ones. Can you take some more? Fasting is a form of willful humility. Come on, Fresh Start. We're in a 21-day fast now. Come on, come on. Denying flesh, making a statement that God, if you don't help us, we will not succeed. We lay down our lives. We take up our cross. We crucify our flesh. This is preparation for spiritual authority because true spiritual authority is not an honor or a position to be sought. Thought, sought. It is a burden that needs to be carried. Come on. I said it is a burden that needs to be carried. I said it is a burden that needs to be carried. And anything less, we will resort to to manipulation, which is witchcraft. Come on, somebody. Y'all, help us, Holy Spirit. Purity matters. Humility matters. And strategies matter. Without purity, we will operate in arrogance. Without humility, we'll operate in manipulation. And without strategy, we'll operate in vain. Ineffectual, unsuccessful, and futile. Esther chapter 5. Esther replied, my petition and my request is this. If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and to do as I request, may the king and Haman come to the banquet that I prepare for them, and tomorrow I will do, the, do as the king says and express my request. Has anybody been like me as you have been reading through the book of Esther? Everybody say strategies matter. Purity matters. Humility matters. Strategies matter. Watch this. You've been reading through the book of Esther, and she does the first banquet. Are you with me? And you're like, girl, why didn't you take him out there? Anybody but me. Come on. Why didn't you reveal him there? Oh, help me, y'all. Help me. Come on. I've often wondered, why didn't she just take him out on the first one? You see, in this season, this day, in this era that we are in now, spirit-inspired strategy matters more than ever before when operating in spiritual authority. Many times throughout the Word of God, the Lord would give one strategy for one battle and another strategy for the next battle, but the key was to know the strategy for such a time as this. I said the key was to know the strategy for such a time as this. So I say this, past protocol will not work in this season's warfare. Our pump and our platform and our past protocol will not be effective in the next season's war. Are you with me now? 
Esther's intentional preparation of purity and humility brought her to a place of exposure with true authority that had been granted. She remained hidden. She remained submissive until it was God's time and God's timing. You see, hiddenness is an absolute prerequisite to true authority. Too many are playing all their cards and jumping up out of the box before it's time and they have no strategy so everything is in vain. Are you with me? You see, you and I would have jumped up out of the box and said, he did it, he did it, he did it. But Esther had the strategy of the Lord. We need the strategy of the Holy Spirit when God says, go one more time, go one more time, go one more time. Somebody shout because God is going to drop spirit-inspired strategies to those who are prepared. Esther didn't reveal her nationality. Come on. At Mordecai's advice, she went through preparation, long preparation, long preparation. Ask your neighbor how long you're willing to wait. Come on, tell him, tell him. She operated in strategic warfare, as I told you at the beginning of this message, and she exposed wickedness. She deposed that him from position, and she imposed God's will with all of the authority that had been given to her. Let everybody shout hiddenness. Come on, shout hiddenness. For those of you who are visiting tonight, I said this to our people last Sunday, we're going to have to go off the grid more in 2022 if we want to carry 22. I'm going to say it again. We're going to have to go off the grid more in 2022 if we want to carry 22. We're going to have to go off the grid. We're going to have to disengage. We're going to have to disconnect from the chatter, from the clutter, from the chaos. I said from the chatter, from the clutter, and from the chaos. I said from the chatter, from the clutter, and from the chaos. It, it, it is more important than ever that we hear heaven and the voice of the Spirit. Because, my friend, you may be able to fool people that you are not fooling God and you're not fooling the demonic because both of them recognize legitimate authority. So what do you care about the most? The, the, the 22 authority that we're shouting about or the connectivity to the temporal? What we crave is going to be evident. My God, I'm preaching tonight. What we crave is going to be evident. Come on, we just came off of two holidays where we stuff ourselves with all kinds. Of, can I just go on a rant for a moment? We stuff ourselves with all kinds of stuff. Our flesh is fed. We spend all kinds of money. Are you with me in the room? And then we, step, we expect to go over into 2022 and have all the authority and all the spiritual whatever. God says this year, the level and the bar must be raised if you're going to walk in the spiritual authority that 20 who represents yes and then finally purity matters humility matters strategies matter and then Esther went into full authority and she broke what I call the residue of captivity off of her people If you've got residue of past seasons on you, you will not be able to carry 22. She broke the residue of captivity. My God. The trauma of restriction 
Revivalists face extreme warfare. Some of you are visiting here tonight, watching online. You want revival, and we want you to have it. God wants you to have it. It is extreme warfare. Extreme warfare. Every nameable foe will try to form a weapon. And we see this picture in Esther. The people had been in captivity and faced with certain annihilation. They needed freedom. I said they needed freedom. You will only be as effective as your level of freedom. If you're bound, you can't cast out something of someone that is bound. If you are in captivity, you can't help someone else out of captivity. The residue has to be broken right now. If you're going to carry 22. My God, come on, come on, come on. When we come to this altar in just a moment, no, no, no. For the visitors, when we run to this altar in just a moment, because that's what you do in revival. God is going to break some trauma off of some of you. Some captivity of past seasons. Residue, rather, of captivity of past seasons. Some things that we have learned is sustain many things. We've learned is sustaining revival. But one of them is you can't hang on to a past season and a past protocol and a past demon and a past this and expect God to do a new thing right now in this season. You see, Esther knew and Mordecai knew. They knew it wasn't enough just to get Haman out of office. Come on, somebody. Just to get him hanged. Come on. Are you with me? There was a curse. There was a decree that had to be reversed. There was residue that had to be reversed. My God, I'm preaching right now. To paraphrase, chapter 8, Esther said, there's a decree in place, king, that is there to annihilate the Jews. She said, king, it is still in effect. This was a national annihilation for the Jews, if you will, if I said that correctly. In other words, Haman wanted to annihilate all of them. It was a national crisis. Are you hearing me, church, in America? Are you hearing me, church, in America? Because the war or the spiritual war that we have seen played out in 2020 and 2021, it hasn't been about the things that you've been watching on Fox News and CNN and NBC and CBS. My friends, it has been about the annihilation of the most powerful entity, and that is the church of Jesus Christ. In this nation, but we're still standing. And so we got some residue that we got to break off. We got some decrees that we have to overturn. We got some things that we have to disengage because you cannot carry this authority. While that's hanging on to you. You won't be able to. You're too heavy. You're too weighted down with the residue. 
The people needed to be set free from the residue of captivity. Esther said, how can I endure? How can I endure their captivity? How can I endure this king? Can I ask you, American church? I know we've been through a lot. I know we've fought. I know we've prayed. I know we've warred. Come on, fresh start. But can we keep pressing? Come on. Long enough until we reach full authority. Could it possibly be the 12 months of 2022? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I said, come on, somebody. Could it possibly be January, February, March, April, May? Come on, somebody. December. Full authority. Full authority. Because Esther, hallelujah. Let me say this. We can't allow 2020 to become, our, to become our before and after. Does that make sense? Like every reference is 2020, and I get it, but I refuse to be held captive by 2020. <laughs> Those of you watching online, I refuse to be held captive by 2020. You will never carry 22 while you're still carrying 20. You'll never carry what God has ordained for this year for such a time as this if you're still carrying the residue of that year. So Queen Esther with Mordecai the Jew. The Bible says put 929 up there. Purity matters. Humility matters. Strategies matter. Full authority will come. Because great authority comes to the prepared ones. They wrote, say it with me, with full power and authority. Hmm, we got to say it louder than that. They wrote with full power and authority. Look at this. To confirm this second letter about Purim. You see, after preparation, you will write or you will decree with full power and authority. Purim was a celebration of victory. Come on. And I will end right now as the musicians come with what I began with a few moments ago. I sense that this can be a year of immense harvest and victory for revival. There will be great authority given to the prepared ones. Purim, or this celebration of victory, is a privilege for the prepared ones. Are you with me? Come on, come on. Don't check out, don't check out. This celebration of deliverance, this celebration of victory, I decree that we will celebrate this year in 2022, no matter what's going on in the negative. Come on, y'all. No matter what's going on in the enemy's camp or with the enemy's uh, agenda, because the gates of hell shall not prevail against the ecclesia. I decree, come on, stand on your feet as I decree, pers the personal, the church, and the nation, the United States of America this year, that because we are the prepared ones, a new level of authority is coming with new levels of intimacy through purity and humility and strategy. This nation will understand that the remnant of 22 carries something that cannot be denied. Lift your hands. Come on. It won't need 
need to be announced. It just needs to be carried. Come on, shout yes in this room. It's of another realm, so there will be a great grace given to bear the burden of 22. We're shedding our last levels of pursuit. We're shedding the grave clothes of 2020. We're shaking off the residue, and we're reversing the decrees. Come on. And we're reaching for greater levels for the assignment of 22. Thank you for listening in to the Fresh Start Church podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. You can order Pastor Kim's book, Doorkeepers of Revival, at doorkeepersofrevival.com. And you can listen to Fresh Start Revival Worship on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you stream your music. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.